Today is Sunday, December 5th, 2010. I'm Jen McCown, and this is the Midnight DBA Blogcast. Well, it occurs to me that I never ever do an intro on here, so this is for our, our new listeners, my new listeners. Uh, here at MidnightDBA.com, SQL MVP and hubby Sean McCown and I make technical videos, blogs, a weekly web show, and more, all after the kids go to bed at night. We don't sleep much. Uh, so this week in Midnight DBA News, I've begun a, a weekly wrap-up blog. We do so many different things. I've been trying to figure out how to conglomerate and get it all in one space for everybody. Um, so the wrap-up blog is called All Things Awesome and Midnight DBA-E. And you can find that on midnightdba.com slash Jen, my blog. Um, it's just a sum up of all the articles, the car talks, groupies, activities, videos, and blogs that we do. Um, I'm going to do uh, something a little bit different. Oh, this is, I should say, show two of season two of the blogcast. And uh, we're trying a couple of new things this season. Uh, this starting, the, the, this starting with this show, I'd like to do a couple of clips from the other things that we're doing. So let's start off with a two-minute clip from the, the DBAs at Midnight web show we recorded just this last Friday. Uh, we had guest Eric Humphreys, uh, lots of help on Twitter. And the, this video will be released the week of December 14th through 18th. My, uh, I have a lot of C-sharp background, so it's, PowerShell has been uh, very useful to me. But the downside is, I think you have uh, mentioned this a couple of times, is the C-sharp devs are probably going to make a more verbose PowerShell script. Yeah, nothing pisses Sean off more than people who use SMO and PowerShell. Yeah. Which I've, no. I've actually heard a couple of really decent Alan, things. man. I think from, uh, <laughs> from Aaron Nelson, a really good um, uh, talk about how, basically that with SMO there's just a lot more options. And that's really not important to you because you're just, this is just a quick way for you to get stuff done. But if you're actually using it as like a programming sort of scripting thing, I could actually see that. Well, okay, so the problem I have with that, see this is all impromptu, we didn't I said a thing. We didn't plan on this at all. Um, the only problem I have with that is <coughs> a lot of things that you have all these options for are things that don't belong in PowerShell to begin with. Well, for but not, not period or for the purposes that you're using them? Period. Why? Because I, I can't think of and, and, and I had this talk with another MVP who likes to do stuff like this in, in SMO, right, in PowerShell. And uh, let's take the let's take the good backup example, right? Even he and, and and a couple other guys I've talked to who I really respect can't come up with a single business use case scenario to have to back to back up your databases through SMO and PowerShell. There is not a there is not a use case where you say. I have to back this up through SMO and PowerShell when you could when you could build a backup statement and send the T-SQL to the to the to the database instead or write uh, an SP and then call the SP instead there's agreed so the Olympics just for the sake of the Olympics what well the Olympics let's do? let's say you have but let's say you have a C-sharp dev who doesn't know all the backup specific syntax <laughs> and and, and they don't have, he has no business we'll doing that. database backups. But let's but say I'm he's wrong. not. Let's say he's in an organization that does not have a, a DBA. You can find all of our past episodes of DBAs at Midnight on our website midnightdba.com, and there you go. We're also on iTunes. 
you can get the iTunes button. We have actually started updating it, so that's good. Um, one more clip, just for the fun of it. We did a series of interviews again this year at uh, this, the past summit, and uh, one of our, our favorite ones is always with Grant Fritchie. So here's, here's a little clip from that one. But how can you do something properly if you don't know what you're measuring right. it against? Exactly. Right? Same thing here with the query tuning, right? How right. can I be expected to make good decisions about stats and, and troubleshooting and whatnot if I don't know what it's doing? If I don't know what my goal is. True, but. True, <laughs> but. True. Um, if but. you've seen the nerdgasm today, and boy, it was good. Um, some of that stuff is too deep. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? That's now, because now we haven't been on. Now you're talking second degree, third degree, yeah. black belt stuff. Yeah. You but know, that's because and, we and haven't been introduced to it. You you start it lower and start teaching right. this stuff, right? Right. I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of it that needed needs to get pulled out, put into performance tuning. Build and thinkers. Yes. I'm 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 planning I'm planning on taking a lot of the stuff I learned today and incorporating it into um, future presentations. One of, one of the genius points of Dr. Witt speaking is he doesn't actually say here is all this theory and here is exactly how you apply it but it is explained so well and so thoroughly oh, yeah. that you, you know can how to apply make it. that step yourself the, the big whoa moment for me was actually that image of um, okay the setup was a visual representation of a simple query um, and how many query plans came back based on just varying the parameters the, the value of the parameters and the way it mapped out, you know, some queries had this huge, huge footprint, some query plans, execution plans had this huge, huge footprint, and some had small, and all the different variations, and it, it just very, very clearly illustrated in a way, I, I don't have a thousand words, so I can't, I can't get there right now, how something so basic as that makes such a huge difference, just varying the parameters wildly, really beyond my imagination. Yeah varies the, the potential execution plans returned. It really is a wonder we can ever return any results. And, and I know, I know. I mean, it, <coughs> I, I got, you know, I mean, as I'm going oh, through this, it's like, to understand that graph. I've, I've always told that. people, I mean, because when you're, when you're doing performance tuning, you spend a lot of time talking about, you know, parameter sniffing and, and all this kind of stuff where where the optimizer's getting stuff wrong yeah. and, and why it's getting it wrong, and, and you're going through that stuff. And, and I... I always emphasize, you know, that the optimizer is this incredible engine. The optimizer is this incredible engine. Now you learn some of the details like we learned today, and you're going, holy crap, the optimizer works miracles. There were some real fart smellers working on this, huh? <laughs> in that early slide, it was, it was you know, um, well, you, the query comes in, magic happens here, and then the, the results come back. And, now, and, then, and when you drill down on all the details, that's exactly how it works. Yeah. <laughs> now it's the, the query you happens the here. Um, a ton of science and mathematics happens here, <laughs> yeah. and then the thing comes back. So I really, I really <coughs> like that. That's that was the the visual representation of the entire. Keyboard. So I'm going to go back and watch that about eleven times. Yes. That's us and Grant Fritchie at Past 2010. He's a, a SQL author, MVP, kilt wearer, and I have written all around super guy, but it doesn't come out sounding quite as cool. Anyway, watch, watch the video. You'll get an idea of what a good guy he is. So, okay, so the big news this week was my, uh, my new project. Everyone's doing a thing a day or a thing a week. I've decided to do um, something along those lines. The, the RTFM 365 project. Um, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and jump right in and read you the intro blog.
posted December 1st, RTFM 365. Physicians have primum non nocere, a Latin phrase that means first do no harm. Thank you, Wikipedia. I think for techies, our principal precept is primum RTFM. Here's more Wikipedia if you missed that joke. I don't know as much about SQL Server as I should or as I would like. I have at my disposal uncounted blogs, books, articles, magazines, seminars, webinars, deep dive courses, conferences, MVPs, forum, would that be for I, and SQL help hashtag on Twitter. This wealth of information is a great blessing, but it carries with it the curse of the information age. What to read, and when, and why, and for how long. I have neglected the basics. I have not primum RTFM. Brothers and sisters, it is time that I start. For the next year, I will read from SQL Server Books Online, the FM in this case, a little every day and blog about it weekly. Is this project sexy? No. Exciting? Not so much. Useful? Educational? Interesting? You bet your Shasta. Here's an excerpt from an email with Don Gill, uh, the primary POC from BOL Content. There's a lot of acronyms in that. Don spoke about this in our interview at Pass Summit 2010, so I'm going to presume he's good with the reprint. The most recent release of BOL was approximately 8.5 million localizable words, e.g. non-boilerplate, pre-canned. It was translated to 12 core languages with portions translated to a total of 23 languages worldwide. In addition to BOL itself, SQL content ships in partnership with Office, Windows, Visual Studio, the .NET SDK, and several standalone applications, e.g. reporting services, data mining plugins, dashboards, etc. As a frame of reference for visualizing the size of BOL, the King James Version of the Bible only has 775,000 words, though it is undoubtedly translated to more languages than BOL. Tolstoy's War and Peace, translated to English, has only 560,000 words. Simply put, we write, augment, and maintain War and Peace from beginning to end more than 15 times in a given two to three year period. End quote. 8.5 million words. The mind boggles. There's no way I'll get through all of BOL in a year. There's very little chance I'll hit every major area of BOL but I intend to learn quite a lot just by reading TFM. Come on, boys and girls, sing along, okay? I've got a link to download the SQL Server BOL from TechNet and follow along with this blog series via the RTFM365 tag. Happy informative days, Jen McCann. So, yeah, I've gone through... Uh, Sean laughed at me for labeling my first RTFM blog post um, week zero, but I can't help it. it. It occurred to me my first week was a partial week, and therefore... To do a full 365, my last blog would be week 53, and I, I just, some OCD part of me can't really take that. But um, you can hop online and see what I what I read about. I will read a brief little note. Um, reading this week was in SQL Server 2008 BOL. Please note, I'm exploring BOL and learning a little each day. I'm not here to read it to you or review it. And I had a couple people mention that uh, it would be nice to have an audiobook version of BOL, and I actually agree, but... I don't think Microsoft would be all that happy about me reading it, just line for line off of the blogcast. So far this project is doing 
exactly what I wanted it to do. It's getting me into BOL every day. And once you're into BOL, it's it's a bit like reading Wikipedia. You, you've got the click-through effect of, you know, oh, well, I found out about this. Gee, I wonder about that. Or, oh, look, this leads over here. Um, I, I have to make an admission. I've never even done, I don't think, any of the tutorials in BOL. And now this week I found myself actually putting off lunch because I was trying to work through an SAS tutorial and, uh, and I didn't want to put it down. Um, so, so yeah, um, I've, I've, I've had a few people write me and say, thank you for doing this. This is cool. I'm going to follow along too. And I don't, I don't know how many people actually go full out, but if nothing else, you know, I want to get into some of the corners of BOL because it's, it, it can't be all things. Um, you know, I, I think the major difference, it's product documentation, so it's not going to give you a lot of the experience and a lot of the advice that you would get out of a book. But on the other hand, it's the product manual, you know, it's, it's the first reference and, and, uh, well, I'm just saying, I like it. Okay. I guess that's all I've got for this week, kids. Um, tomorrow I've got a blog coming out, uh, tips, schema qualify objects in SPs that come straight out of the RTFM 365 project. So yay me. Uh, you can catch Eric Humphreys, lots of help, on Twitter um, or at his blog, which I also just have. There we go. Lots of help.blogspot.com. And you can catch Grant Fritchie on Twitter uh, as G Fritchie. Uh, or go read his blog at scarydba.com. We'll see you next week. Happy days. This recording is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works 3.0 United States license. For more about this license, see creativecommons.org. Tonight's music, originally Walkin' After Midnight by Alan Bach and Don Hecht. Talkin' After Midnight, written and sung by Jen McCown. Guitar arranged and performed by Buck Woody. Check out the full Talkin' After Midnight at youtube.com slash midnightdba.